0: all you addicts out there that's got to suffer great big jones and you try all the methadone and you just can't leave that heroin alone <laughs> what's up redskins addicts it's your boy rod welcome y'all back to episode 14 the brad johnson pod tune in for a drink sit back relax appreciate you Hey, welcome back to Redskins Addicts episode 14. So I just want to start this pod a little bit differently and I want to give a shout out. I know we typically do that at the end, but I want to shout out to DC Nate O on Twitter. Uh, hit me up a couple of days ago, said he was fiending for the pod. Uh, so obviously we're happy to bring him back a new episode, not only for him, but all listeners. So if you haven't listened, you are listening right now. Share the pod, join us up, hit us up on uh, Facebook, Twitter and uh, join in. All right, moving on. So earlier this week, gentlemen, uh, Alex Smith was cleared. I think it was about Sunday evening. Um, He was removed from the pup. Um, What does that mean for the Washington football team moving forward? So we've seen a video that was tweeted and then deleted by ESPN NFL nation reporter, John Kime. Uh, It showed Haskins and Smith throwing a pass simultaneously. Uh, Haskins was off target uh, while Smith's pass was accurate. So the question with that is like, were there smoke? Is there fire, or do you guys think DC Media is once again playing their devilish hands, uh, making up stories for clicks and interactions?
1: Well, first start out by shout out to Rod. You know we gotta throw that out there. Appreciate you, man. Give me a shout out. <laughs> to <No>, real too. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Phil. You know. Um, so I'll I'll start out. I mean. Yeah, it's a good. It's it's still a good news story, and um, you know, JP Finley loves him. Love him some Alex Smith. I, I, I we talking about this earlier. He he did seven on sevens. I think he did nine on nines today or yesterday. So there might be eleven on 11s next week. But he was going against the twos. No one no one has rushed him the way they've rushed, um, you know, Dwayne Haskins. Um, uh, I don't think he like Alex Smith is going against like chase young or Ryan Kerrigan. I think they're just going against like twos and threes, but Hey, I mean, uh, Dev said it. he's going to take a roster spot at this point. I, I think he is. We are going to run three quarterbacks. I think we are. He is going to take a roster spot as much as I don't think he should. Um, I, I think he is going to take a roster spot, but here's the deal. Uh, Dwayne's younger. He's healthier. This is Ron's vision. He's about the young. He's about the youth. I don't think he's about the old Alex Smith. Um, I think that there is a long-term plan. I think, you know, Kyle will probably be third string, Kyle Allen. I think Alex Smith might actually be a backup. I mean, he'll be the highest paid backup in probably the history of the NFL uh, with a $75 million contract. But, I mean, it, I just hope it's not a con- controversy. We were talking about this before. Like, our, this is the RG3 Kirk Cousins 2.0. This does not need to be that. And I know, Ellie, this is your your line. They just need to come out and name Dwayne the starter. They have to. Um Alex Smith had a presser. He said he's not feeling pain, but the titanium rods are giving him discomfort. Someone told me, someone uh, on the radio talked about the pins. I forget how many pins it is, but it is a lot of pins. Fifty. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, Julie Donaldson, I heard her, I forget who she was being interviewed by um, on a podcast here recently. She said something, I don't want to read too much into it, but she goes, Oh, this is a great story. No matter where Alex goes, you know, it's going to be great. And I was like, no matter where he goes, what are you talking? Is there something we don't know that, that you know? Maybe I'm reading into it, but, you know, he did say, you know, him coming back is, it will set him up, not just for football, but for his life to be with his kids and everything. So, uh, I mean, yeah, at best he could be number two, but it, there should be no talk of him becoming the starting quarterback. That's my piece.
2: Go ahead, Dev. Sorry, I, I take it. I still believe that Alex Smith is a training camp arm at this point. I think that there's a gentleman's agreement that once training camp is over, they name Dwayne the starter, Alex Smith is going to retire. I, I truly believe that that's what's going to happen. I don't, I don't know of any other reason to be going through this charade because Alex Smith cannot play football. His, his Alex legs Smith thinks he can play football. Nah, bro. His lazy, he does
0: though. I honestly, man, like I look at it from a dad, from a dad standpoint, he just wants to show his kids what hard work and determination can get you out of life. I and think he's, he's done that. that. He's he's proven yeah. it. exactly. He's proven it to them. Just Alex, if you ever listen to this pod, like you're the last football jersey I bought from the Washington Redskins. I saw the Project Eleven. Like I respected you your entire career. I think you're very high intelligence. You know, very good quarterback. You don't have the hardware to prove that, but you've done very well. You've done what only thirty-two other men can do uh, on a year-in, a year-out basis, and that's play starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, you're accomplished. You've 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 acquired everything you want to acquire. You came back from a horrific injury that would have medically retired a soldier and you know whatever military uh, within the nation's defense forces probably would have been medically retired from that type of injury. You came back, you're in practice, you're running around, enjoy your kids, enjoy your grandkids and just retire, man. And it's nothing against Alex Smith. It's just being a human being and wanting to see him live a productive life outside of football, not crippled. Because if, like you said, titanium rod, now granted it's it's extremely hard, 50 screws, but who wants to deal with that? Be able to walk up and down the beach with your kids, your grandkids, et cetera. Please do not try to actively play an NFL game this season or any year beyond. That's just my two cents on that.
2: Me, I think he I think he should go for it, man. I'm not I don't like I don't think anyone should tell someone else when to quit. I don't know what that guy can withhold. I don't know what that I mean, the doctors know more than I do. I mean, go for it i like to see him at least take a snap and knee it, man, and go out with it. I know he's not going to get an applause, unfortunately, but go out with his teammates, carrying him off the field, man. You know, not not on a stretcher, obviously, but on their shoulders, you know, and, and, and with his hand up, man. I, I think he should go out like that. Maybe it happens week one, he takes a knee, the last snap of the game or the first snap of the game, man, we sacrifice it down for him, man. Maybe that's what we got to do. Maybe that's all he wants. Maybe he thinks he can play, but I think that's his – his job only his it's only up to him to do that. I, I don't think anyone else should tell him to quit unless they see he can't do it. Like you can't just say, Well, I see he can do it, but he might get hurt and it's over for him. That's his call. That's not Rivera's call. That's not Dan Snyder's call. That's not our call. That's Alex Smith's call, man. If he wants to go out there and fuck his life up, that's his call. Honestly. No, no, it is not. his call. If he's good no, enough to play, not. if he's good enough to play, it's his call. If he's not good enough to play, it's a whole different story. That was RG 3s
0: call in twenty fucking twelve, man. And look what happened to him. Exactly. It, Why? Though? That, that's not.
2: That's not on us. That's on him. No, it's know, but not. sometimes you gotta protect no, yourself, man. De- I know. I know yes. you do. But this isn't. A, this isn't a rookie that you don't know yet. Yes. This is a guy who's who you already know is smart enough to tell you the truth. He will tell no, you he can't go. I think he would tell you B can't go, man. He's been pretty honest about this whole thing. I think he would tell you B can't go. He's protecting himself in controlled situations. You saw what happened when he didn't know his kids were hey, Lee,
0: you're breaking up, you're breaking you're a little
2: retard. Step it locked. I shouldn't say buckle yeah. it locked. Yeah. He so, dropped go, ahead, but,
1: go ahead. but but He'll come back. The second he steps on that football field, even if it's just a handoff or whatever, man, those those other teams not gonna hold back because he has because he's Alex Smith. They are not Every, gonna
2: hold back. It's he's not gonna he's not gonna do that. He's gonna he's I gonna mean, take a knee and that's gonna be it. And everybody on the other side is gonna let them do it because they probably gonna sacrifice the first down of the game.
1: I hope so. And you know what? He should be the captain on day one marching out. He should do the coin toss. He should be. Hey Dev, um, if 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 they do that, like
0: yeah, be the captain day one. If it's a if it's a gentleman's agreement between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team that, hey, Alex is gonna come out, you're gonna line up one of your guys in the neutral zone, he's gonna take a snap, he's gonna knee, and that's it. It off <laughs> offsetting penalties. That would be awesome. If if that's what Philly decides to do, I'm great for it. I just Man, like we've been tormented as skins fans. I do not want to see this guy come back from a, like a miraculous recovery and get injured. Like, it's it just for me, it doesn't make sense, man. And when you look at the timeline of things, if, if Alex Smith did not get injured, this would be the Wayne Haskins year, we would be moving on.
2: Yeah, oh, like I, I wish Ellie was in here because I, I want to ask him. I know they got that spot on the practice squad now, you can put one veteran. That nobody can touch on it. I wonder if Alex Smith could be that guy. It saves a roster spot and lets him still practice. Because I think even if he wants to play, I think he's probably a year away. But I don't think he's—I don't think he should play. I personally feel that way. But I'm not going to be the guy to tell him that. I want him to go out, and I think he's going to have to get hit. I think we're going to have to see him get hit. Well, Ron already said happens. that
1: he has to show that he can do right. these things but in a live situation. the only
2: way to do that is to get him hit. I don't know if we need to scrimmage each other. Or just say, hey, go out there and tackle the drills every day this week. How horrible
0: would you feel if you're a teammate of Alex Smith on the Washington football team and you re injure his leg? Man, look, he didn't get
2: injured. He didn't get injured, getting hit. He got injured. The turf injured him, right? Pretty much. Wasn't it the grass that got him? I mean, JJ Watt
1: was was tackling him. He was trying to evade JJ Watt, but I, I. I don't care. I can't remember. I mean, remember. it's
2: like RG3. He didn't get a hit. I guess unless so you got the uh, the uh, Baltimore where they grabbed his leg up. But yeah, but he, he was finally so fucked far it up gone. He, didn't he get so hit. far gone by then. Right. He didn't get a hit. I mean, it it, it could happen. It could happen to him walking down the street and he tears his leg up again, man.
1: It could. true. You could be cooking a you know, pizza.
2: Look, Te- it's, at the end pizza. of the day, I think Alex feels like that leg is a bonus leg, man. He felt like he could have lost it. So, if he loses it now, he already dealt with it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, if somebody says, "Oh man, you barely, you know, you almost lost five dollars, man," you know, like, "Well, fuck it, I'm playing with, you know, the Lord's money now. Let's go." I mean, I, I just feel that way. Uh, I don't, don't want to tell that guy to leave. What's I mean, uh, man?
0: I know, I know. It's it sucks that his connection wasn't working with us. Hopefully, he could jump back on. But if not, we'll um, we'll, we'll ride. Yeah, it but on. Rod,
1: you were talking about he he, you know, doing this for his kids, and he's shown that he's. He's done it. He's, he's back. Right. I think it's all he's back. Right. Uh, what else is there to prove, I guess, is the question. And and
2: he said he wants uh, to prove he's can play at the highest level. Of I mean, like
1: he was, I, I think he's, he's, he's shown that to, at least to us fans, we've seen it on film, but if you really want a future with your, with your family and children, I mean, what, one hit and you're back where you were like, what, are you going to put your family through that again? I mean, I, really Monday, morning quarterback, I can't, you know, it's hard for us to say, put him, be in his situation. But I can't imagine the stress and toll that put on his, man, this, his, this his wife do it all the kids. There's
2: guys out there going out there with heart problems. You know, there's coaches playing with cancer. They, yeah. they could be spending that time with their families, man. There's all kinds of stuff people could be doing. It's not up to me or you to tell another man, hey, don't do it because you can get hurt. That's up to him and his doctors. His doctor said he's cool. Then let him go out there and get hurt. Yeah, hard head makes a soft ass, man. It's one of the, the best lessons in life.
0: I hear that. I hear that. Well, we won't. We won't beat that horse to death. But um, I guess we'll see. We'll see with Alex Smith. At the end of the day, if if he ends up starting, then our season, I believe, would be a failure. And that's just because we don't know who our franchise quarterback would be
1: in twenty twenty one and
0: beyond. So that that that's the only reason I feel as strongly about it as I do. You know, other than the the, the injury. Um, I just don't want to be looking for a quarterback next April. But
2: I just want to know whose roster spot he's taking. Who's going to be the fringe guy that gets bumped off for Alex Smith who they probably don't really plan on playing?
1: Aaron Colvin. <laughs>
2: Aaron, if Aaron Colvin makes the team or barely <laughs> that, that makes the I mean, team. Daddy I would be mom. mad. I would be mad if he even barely didn't make the team. If he almost made the team, I'd be mad. Like, how the fuck did you even consider this dude? He got an interception in practice today against the backup quarterback, bro. The third string quarterback, actually, is you that know that what I'm saying? First interception in the NFL? I don't know. I, I wonder if he gets like six or seven interceptions every practice, but never gets one in a game. I wonder if that, <laughs> something has to be going on for him to be in the league seven years and I get a motherfucking interception. That's He's weird. Cons- he is
1: consistent.
2: He must there's have like dicks else. his fingers, man. Like I'm trying to figure out how the hell you can't catch a ball, man. Ever? Is there somebody got a YouTube page where they show Aaron Colvin almost gets interception? Like they got like a montage of highlight
1: reel. Aaron Colvin highlight like, A bunch of pass deflections. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, he could take a uh, Thaddeus Moss just got put on the injured reserve. Did you Did you see that?
0: Yeah. Did he yeah. Pass waivers. No, so we st- we still have to wait a couple of days. Um. But yeah, that was that was the uh crazy, the day three man. notes. But yeah, he he was uh I'll talk about it now with Thad Moss. So uh, he w- he was released uh, with the injury designation. So if he clears Ravers in the next, uh, I think seventy two hours, he'll land on that IR list, and then we could kind of retain him.
1: So, so that means it's going to be Logan and Jeremy Sprinkle.
0: Yep. 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 But so no, there's um, damn, Ellie was talking about. I guess Rogers. there's some um, Rogers. yeah, there's there's Rogers, and then I guess there's some OSU RPGs. tight end. Uh, that's on our roster as well. I don't know his name though, no, but I
2: liked yeah. Hintages just last year. What is, how you say
0: ball? Hintages. Was it ball? That's yes, ball. Ball. Ball, yeah. ball. there you go. Yep, that that sounds familiar. So yeah, it's uh, it it sucks because it's a position of need. Um, the receiving core, well, offensively, that's the most um, haphazard part of our 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 team right now. Somebody so, call you, you yet? Nah, I'm not sure what's up with him, man. Which I think Steve's trying to text him now, but uh. No. So earlier news this week, uh, topic two. So uh, so we hired a team president. Um, I know everyone already is, is tracking this, but uh, Jason Wright, uh, he was an undrafted free agent. So he had, some, uh, he had about a six-year career in the NFL, uh, undrafted free agent, uh, signed by the 49ers. Uh, wasn't a prolific career at all. Um, not a knock on him, but um, I think it's awesome to see someone who didn't necessarily have success in the league get the academic achievements and accomplishments and come back uh, to a very prolific position. So when he retired in 2011 from the Cardinals, they wanted him to come back. He was actually a team captain. He was um, part of like their, their NFLPA um, council uh, during like the lockout season. Um, lockout off season really. Um, but ended up retiring, uh, went to the university of Chicago Booth school of business. He got a master of business administration in operations and finance in 2013. Uh, he then started working as a partner for a management consulting firm, McKinsley and company. I think big the most, company. yeah, big company are uh, huge. I think it's a company in DC as well, Steve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Looking at like that company portfolio, they had an actual page on Jason Wright and they said, hey, his his work focused on modernizing higher education institutions, government agencies, and industrial companies through large-scale transformation. So obviously everyone's aware that we've been transforming from the Washington Redskins to the Washington football team. We're in purgatory. I don't think that's going to be a final um, name, but he's going to handle the business side of operations. It's already come out that uh, Ron Rivera will handle the football side of things. Um, but someone who's understands the NFL language—I mean, serving as a player rep for the uh, the you know, Players Association is is a badge of honor as well. Um, so he already has respect within uh, those players' circles, and he's he's not necessarily DC bred and born, but he's been working in the area. He's established those professional relationships and contacts. I'd like to believe, with the the note of working with government agencies. So whether or not this uh, turns into I know we, we always talk about it, uh, moving the the Washington football team back to DC. Uh, that remains to be seen, but uh, happy for him, the first Black president, um, team president in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said it himself. He had a, a good um good interview with Michael uh, Strahan on I think, believe Good Morning America. But he said, hey, when you're the first at anything, like it's it's always an honor uh, to be there. So very happy for him. Very happy for the Washington football team. Uh, with that hire and hopefully it pans out to be good any uh, thoughts uh on his hiring gentlemen
2: first of all man y'all need to stay off my owner uh media man that dude's got uh black president um uh, Rivera coach Doug Williams is still there in the front office they got uh Julie Donaldson uh, leading up the media i mean they changed the name yep. from the yeah from the uh Redskins to Washington football team. Uh, he held the owner's a Jewish guy. I mean, what I don't understand how much more racist we can be. You know, I mean, it, we've done everything. Washington has done everything they've asked them to do. Maybe not in the timeline you want it done, but you know, they seem to have gotten the they've seem to have taken the hint very well. And they've made the changes that everybody's asking for, man. So Let's give this guy a chance to see if they can all this off the field goodwill will translate into some on the field goodwill, man. I'm going to give them a shot, man. I'm going to stay off their back. This whole, hey, look, they're not the Redskins anymore, man. The fucking name's done, man. Get over it. It's not coming back. All these petitions, you can go to heaven and ask Jesus to sign a petition, man. He's not changing it back to Redskins, bro. It's over. Let it go, man. Red Wolves. Uh, red coats. I don't give a shit what you call them, man. The red foxes, Sanford and Sons on the side of the helmet. I don't give a fuck, dog. Redskins are done. The shit's over with, man.
1: Yeah, I think it. I mean, at first I, I had no idea who Jason Wright was, but after reading up on him and hearing all the interviews, I think I heard like five different interviews, um, and it, it's kind of exciting. So we didn't know the lanes in the road. So we know he's the business guy, like you said, right, Rodney? He has. Um, He has the name underneath him, the name change that's underneath his purview. He has the fan engagement underneath his purview, which I thought kind of bled into um, Julie's lane, but you know, but his goal he goes is to, he said it, I don't know if it's facetiously, but he he wants to double the value of the franchise. He's all about the business. He's not getting involved. He has nothing to do with personnel, nothing to do with football operations. His goal is to increase the value of the team and that's through engagement like Julie said that's through um, a new stadium that's through changing the name and um, you know one of his strategies I put this in our admin chat was kind of do it through diversity inclusion and accountability and transparency not just to the fans right he said fans should have a say fans should you know have a vote but they should also know what's going on i think that was a kind of a i don't know if it was a shot at bruce but we we talked to bruce like what twice a year and all we got was some cheesy bs about winning off the field and just a it was it was horrible um but the common theme that we haven't talked about yet with all of those interviews Jason Wright did was he mentioned Tanya Snyder in every interview. So he kept saying, you know, Tanya Snyder, Dan Snyder, Tanya Snyder. So to me, it sounds like Tanya Snyder is more involved with the team than we ever knew before. Um, he spoke nothing but good about them, of course. And, uh, Al Galdi tried to say, you know, I guess Dan told Jason Wright, um, some of the here's our issues but he tried to get him to say well what is that conversation that you and dan had about the problems with the team and he goes you trying to get me fired on my second day on the job <laughs> he wasn't even he actually didn't even report yet i think he reports next week officially but um so yeah i, I think it's a good move um i don't people are going to call it a token hire I, I i sounds like he's qualified he's the right person for the job um i'm a firm believer that diversity breeds innovation so in inclusion it's like i said it's not just for the fans but you're talking about the staff a lot of the staff front office never had a voice so i feel that more people are going to have a say or at least have input to be instead of just being like a a dictatorship it's kind of almost sound like it's going to be a democracy a little bit um so yeah man jason wright good hire i'm excited
2: it's a it's a weird world we live in where you have to force someone to make a change for the betterment of their company. And it works yeah. out. It worked out great so far. I mean, this year anyways. Yeah, I, shout I'm out to Skins of, fans for that, still. man.
0: <laughs> Without man, yeah, we we uh did, we we definitely forced out Bruce Allen. Um yeah. it, it's nice. Like here's the thing. So like Steve just said, so I I I didn't realize that Jason Wright hadn't been formally introduced or at least formally stepped into the role um, we know he's the hire, Um, but for him to already be accepting media interviews, being vocal, putting himself out there—like Bruce Allen was a coward, man. That oh, Is he is he, Bruce
2: Allen? is he the new Bruce Allen? Yes. And, and did they it, split? The, did they split the responsibilities between Bruce Allen between him and, and the coach?
1: Yes. It, yes. Okay,
2: that's what I was thinking. So Ron yeah.
1: is basically the GM, and then Jason Wright is is the the bit. So it's, it's basically it's business and personnel so looks. i think that's how he is player development senior vp for player development he kind of got demoted from senior vice president of football operations that's
2: what i thought he was last year right yeah
1: he's a senior vice president of player development yeah so i don't know it's just it's
0: crazy because when uh when monday started i just remember tweeting like damn like it's it's awesome to be a, a Washington football team fan. Like I, I've never been pumped about a team president um, and I was, and that's not because he's a black dude being hired. It just, his, his resume seemed to speak about his capabilities. Um, and it, it's nice to have a fresh voice. It's it seems to be an attaboy system um, and nepotism uh, reign supreme within the NFL. Um, so to see someone who's not really an outsider, but who is an outsider get the job, um i'm really excited about
1: that and he said it came out he came out of left field he had it was zero warning he got a phone call and it was like huh excuse me this? Yeah. you want me to be what he had zero it's uh, a cool he's, feeling, he's, though. he said i was completely content working at um with the firm mckinley i don't, I don't want to quote it wrong but he was completely content working at the job he was working he he had <laughs> it was funny he's like i i just got the phone call and and there
0: and was, McKinsey so. and company. Yeah, that, McKinsey that's, company.
1: That,
2: that's he, awesome, man. The coolest part about it is when people do say, well, it's an affirmative action hire. It's just because it's black. I'm like, yeah, all right. If they did do that, guess what? They still nailed it. The guy's completely qualified, man. He's yeah. completely qualified for it. And him being black is a bonus. And a former player, he's got the education. Um,
1: so, yeah.
0: I mean, he I understands it, the ins and outs, the specific nuances of the NFL. Um, so, yeah, happy, super excited for that
2: so moving on other 31 guys. teams man watch do the same thing man yeah you know hire somebody different get a woman in there man do something different
0: be willing to take a chance i'm 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 with you on that yeah. so looking at some of the practice notes from this week uh this will be kind of the conclusion of the pod as we wrap down it's it's got a time we're not wrapping up yet but uh so chase young was uh kind of limit with a hip flexor injury. Kerrigan's been seen on numerous photos uh, shared by the media videos uh, backing him up uh, under the starting uh, defensive line. Now, no off season, no preseason games. Rather, Um, this would probably be something we'd be willing to sit him out for. Anyway, it makes sense to save that dude um, for week one when it really matters. So let Chase Young uh, get healthy. Any uh, concerns that you guys have with it being the 21st of August and Chase Young battling a hip flexor injury. Uh, do you think that's going to prolong in the week one and beyond?
1: No. Yeah, I think they were just being overly cautious, which is which I have no problem with. You yep. got to that's your stud, protect him, save them. Cardinals yeah. going to start anyway, so he might he's, <laughs> he starts
0: in Madden. He starts in Madden, man. So who <laughs> knows? I don't, it, man. I don't know. We I don't can... know, man. Like it, it's it's interesting. I do not know. I mean Madden is that's not right. it's not fucking cool. The actual depth full chart.
2: free safety too
0: by the way they do yeah they had fuller free safety in madden it's just what a fucking waste that that damn game pisses me off i only play it because it's free with my pc i'm playing uh, it right now on ps4 it's it's <laughs> decent it's decent all right so sadiq charles guys um hasn't practiced yet um so obviously you guys know him the uh tackle from lsu um he, We had no idea why he wasn't practicing. Nothing really came out. And Ben Stanley actually put it out today. Uh, Ben Stanley from the Athletic Report today. He's battling a calf injury, and he's expected to miss additional days. Um, So Ron Rivera came out earlier this week, said the issue was minor. Wouldn't really go into any detail beyond that. Obviously, we found out it's a calf injury. But for a position of need, left tackle, the dude is – you can't say he's shooting himself in the foot because injuries happen. I get it. I understand it, but for the, calf. the most, yeah, shot himself in the calf. It is the most unopportune time for him to have an injury and we need it because reports that we've, that have been coming out is that the defensive line has been whooping our tail, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's expected. I mean, there's, there's multiple first rounders on that defensive line. Um, but you, you hate to hear of a guy that you were, potentially looking to lean on, maybe not week one, but maybe week eight, nine, ten, uh, moving forward. And he's been unable to be productive. So uh, do you guys have any concerns or who do you think uh, should step up or will step up uh, to be the
1: offensive tackle? Dev's boy, Jerome Christian.
2: he got to be right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, well, it mean, meanwhile, Trent Williams is over at pancake and uh, Joey Bosa. Yeah. You know, uh, I've said it before, man should have waited to next year to cut to uh, trade this dude. After we didn't trade him when we should have, we should have kept him to next year. Bay no sucks.
0: Sense. yo, it's my boy's a 49ers fan. He's been teasing me and talking shit, but Trent's been looking really good.
2: You know uh, how Trent how much closer, Trent man. would make make uh, young and sweat better and carry going a defensive end better?
0: Yeah, man. I He's know. He's pancaking
2: just... the defensive MVP in practice. 4 and 0. In practice against him today, they said was beating his ass up down the field, man. That and that's, that's the guy good. we just let go for a third-round pick that got a calf injury and has never practiced.
1: Yeah, it, it has to be drawn, Christian. I mean, uh, from from what I've heard, Cornelius Lucas is not doing as well. He's just – he's he's a right – apparently he's a right tackle by trade. So –
2: I don't know. And and this
1: is this is some of the reasons that I think Dwayne for the reported Dwayne Dwayne issues that they said we were having that the line's been kinda Swiss cheese at camp. Going against that Ionitis, Allen, Kerrigan, Sweat, Young. What do you expect? I mean it's good for the defense uh, it it just I feel bad that if we have to go into the, to the season with that offensive line with Sadiq and and Jerron and who knows it left tackle it's got to be locked down so that is scary next thing you know it's going to be a blind side hit and then bam who might be trotting into the game number 11 <laughs> I hope not
2: <laughs> oh man don't say that no that make a that. trade for Cam Newton before they let that happen <laughs> hey
0: it, so We know we got offensive line uh, injuries, you know, and woes, but uh, J.P. Finley was reporting that we had full pads at, you know, the second day of practice and full contact. So that's something that did not occur under Jay Gruden. Um, We weren't having the big contacts, uh, the big hitting. Um, They were typically gun shy in practice. And it's debatable whether or not that translated to, I don't even want to say the I word, but there were people who would leave games earlier than the end of the, uh, the game so i'll say that without jinxing anything but with guys going a little bit harder learning how to protect themselves and practice do you guys see any benefit of that especially without there being any preseason games they need to hit anyway do you think this is something that's going to continue into the regular season as we move forward
1: i think so because remember ron's thing was tempo he has to we talked about this last pod he had to create game environments and practice and to do that is tempo and it's so refreshing to see players being like what did what was the um dj swanger remember how he would always complain about practice and they were just sitting around walking practices weren't practice dancing yep absolutely so it's so refreshing to see tempo and players hitting and i like to bring him back at the squad too oh man i think he would be great i mean two two strong safeties paired together but um yeah, it's it's good, right? I mean, when was the last time we we've seen that? Joe Gibbs,
2: um, yeah, Schneiderman, sorta, of, but they didn't take to him very well.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it, I, when I saw that note, I was like, "That's phenomenal." These guys might be okay now. Hopefully, they don't get injured. You know, the eye work, to wood, like you said, Rodney. But I think only good can come of it. Yeah, no, absolutely, man.
0: So, Dev, you talked about the Kendall Fuller earlier. Uh, you know, with just. Madden really saying, "Hey, I'm starting at free safety," but uh, he's been playing cornerback and uh in practice. And one thing that we always had hoped for with our previous cornerback uh regime, uh, whether it be Quentin Dunbar or Josh Norman, was to have the number one guy travel. Dunbar sort of did a little bit, but we were pretty stagnant um, on where we would place our cornerbacks. But Kendall Fuller's been shadowing, you know, uh, Terry McLaurin in practice. Did well, broke up passes, uh, stayed on his hip. I mean, McLaurin is seemingly from from year one is is an A1 type receiver. Um, But to hear, you know, iron sharpens iron and Fuller staying with him, traveling with the number one. I think that's 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 great Um, because typically we would shut down a side of the field but we wouldn't shut down the other 75% and we would get our ass kicked for four quarters. So I think having someone who's capable of traveling, if if Fuller is that guy um, last time he was with us, he was a, a slot cornerback. Seems like we're going to move him on the outside. I don't know exactly how he played in Kansas city, but um, that for me, that's exciting to read and to hear that. Hey, you know what we, maybe the dude has grown into who his, his frame, and maybe he's grown into his NFL position, you know, and, and just understands the league a lot better and can right. travel. And that's something that we haven't had probably since Champ Bailey. I I I guess.
1: A traveling yeah. cornerback. Yeah, you know, someone yeah. who run around, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't Josh Norman. Say that much. It wasn't Josh. No, that's, that's not wasn't, that, that wasn't his game.
0: Wasn't his play? game. I like Josh. I'm
1: knocking the bag on Josh. I, mean, I, mean, I wish
2: we still had Josh. Yep. I like that. Josh.
1: That was not his game, and they nope. unfortunately they tried to make Minusky, you know, the same guy who would put Montez Sweat and Ryan Kerrigan in coverage. So that tells you what we were dealing with.
0: Dude, but, Chase Young drop back and coverage for me and Matt. And I, I know broke he did. He, oh, he did drop
1: back. Uh, Montez Sweat or Chase Young <laughs> drop back and covered this week too. But I don't. Either way, I, Dev, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you say Kendall Fuller was going to be a safety?
2: No, I said. I said. This is what I said. Y'all can't see his face, but he's smiling. He's smiling. I said, said, "Hey, man. I said, Kendall Fuller plays safety some in Kansas City, and I was like, he could line up there if, let's say, Sean. I don't believe in Sean Davis at all, man. And I like the name Sean because that's my name, but that dude sucks, man. And I've always said that. I think that he's a. I think that Fuller's a better choice at free safety if we have. If, if uh, Fabian Moreau steps up and then you have – uh, what's the young cat's name? Jimmy, Jimmy Moreland. Yeah, Moreland steps up and the guy from Philadelphia comes in and he steps up. If those Darby. guys are legit NFL starting caliber corners. If two of them are, why not put Fuller at free safety? Then you got all your fat four favorite or your four best defensive backs out there in base. Now, I know we only play base about 25% of the time, so it really doesn't matter. Sean Davis to go out there when Kenneth Fuller goes to corner in Nickel and dome, you know, whatever you want to do it or Apke, who I'm rooting for. Um, it's crazy,
0: yeah. Ap- Dude, so Apke is like the next next top I was going to talk about. Like he's he's I- been starting at free safety next to Landon. So I told
2: y'all that too. I believe
0: in the guy. Like so, Ellie doesn't. Well, Ellie does. You know what? Hey, Ellie's not here to defend himself. So Ellie
1: actually believes in Troy Apke. He just one of y'all said
2: pop. he one of y'all said he sucks <laughs> and he's probably going to get cut. <laughs> no, 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 no it, that was, it, that was yeah, Ellie.
1: And I, I supported Ellie only because of what we saw last year. Apke took some horrible angles. I mean, dude, and he couldn't even make up for his speed. That was football knowledge. Like, coaching matters. That's coaching. White DB, that's, I, I was I, I matter, bro. I get it. You, coach has to put <laughs> players in positions to succeed. I get it. But he took some terrible angles, even just on tackles last year. Granted, limited action. So he's got talent. So you could take that Didn't talent. Didn't he have
2: more interceptions than Colvin?
1: Probably, one, think, yeah, one to nothing. Yeah. But I, I, I'm hopeful, man. We yeah. we
2: need
0: something like we need a diamond in the rough. Like we, so I think we're all fairly confident about our front seven. It's it's the back four that we're really kind
1: of. I don't
2: flushing. even know who starts at line. Who starts at linebacker? Who's been starting linebacker right now?
1: They've been mixing it up so much. It's hard hard
2: to. The say. only one I think that's been there starting every day has been uh, Foster and Thomas. I don't know who's playing the other linebacker. Well,
0: the front four, we know, without a doubt. The, the, yep. the, the, the middle three, I think I'm, I'm more confident in the middle three than I am the back four, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: there's more talent to go around. There's I mean, broke down the quarterbacks, exactly. the quarterbacks. Those cornerbacks, I think Fuller has to be a cornerback, especially now that the Apke is showing signs of life. He can't – Fuller cannot play safety. We I, would rather, I would player
2: rather. I would rather Fuller play corner. Player.
1: I'm just saying. He needs to be the cu- he needs to be the number
2: one corner on the team. Yeah. He's getting paid like one. I'd rather him play corner. I just think that if if we don't have a free safety, you got to put him there.
1: Yeah, but we do now. We got man. we
2: got, we got Appke. I think. Oh. I hope Sean Davis so plays man. well, man. I don't want him yeah. cut or nothing. And he, uh, don't is the Shazer ever a safety? Is he a safety? Is he a, he is. Why is he? Yep. Oh, you talking about the Black Reed Doherty, that guy? <laughs> the guy who just shows up and gets gets <laughs> three picks out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> hey, three yeah. picks in one year. Colvin ain't got none. Oh you man, lucky,
0: what? we're gonna get we're gonna try to get Colvin on the pod and Calvin on the podcast, he's listen man. Listen to this episode and the previous Look,
2: episode and the one before I, that. Like, man, fuck Sean. Colvin's probably gonna be a Hall of Fame coach somewhere one day. Or something's gonna Something's going to shake for that dude, but it ain't going to be playing defensive back, man, because that dude cannot catch anything. He couldn't catch herpes in a whorehouse, man. I'm getting you an Aaron Colvin jersey. I'll wear that motherfucker, man. I mean, I could probably wear it and not catch COVID. <laughs> <Yeah, probably. laughs> when you make Aaron Colvin mask, that's the cure, motherfucker. Inject yourself with the same shit Aaron Colvin has in his veins, and you ain't going to catch shit. <laughs> COVID. Oh man. With, just with you all COVID, right, we, won't, man. we won't we will got beat the COVID up. instead
0: of COVID That's, see <laughs> all right Col- COVID
2: 19 man
0: <laughs> all right we won't we won't beat them up too much more so we, we, we sort of touched on this earlier but um so the offensive line's been getting beat down um today we signed uh two offensive uh linemen so the first one is uh guard Joshua Garnett he's six five three hundred five pounds he is a first rounder, uh, 28th pick in 2016 out of Stanford by the 49ers. Hmm. Um, he was most recently cut by the Lions August 10th. And uh, looking up his, his data, concern for me, um, August 2017, he was placed on IR after a knee scope. So I'm like, okay, you know, he had his knee scoped, understandable, place him on IR. But the move um, was more about his conditioning. Uh. So 6'5", 305, you're already a big dude. And the question I have – We can bring Shannon in here and
2: have him run,
1: man. 305 is a, on the smaller end. Yeah. No, uh,
0: like, I mean, just – I mean, 305 pounds is still heavy. Yeah, smaller for a guard for sure, yeah. but just a human being, you're that's a big dude. Like, if you're oh, not conditioned – so here's the thing. you. But I guess kind of playing devil's advocate, if that's a smaller guard and your concern is conditioning – like yeah. what the fuck, man! Like that's do you really want to be an NFL player? Like so, who knows? I we do have concerns at the left guard position. Um, I haven't been hearing, you know, the brothers Wes, uh, whether or not who's been stepping up. Maybe he's going to plug and play on the left side. Don't know, but you know that's that's what I heard I'm about. Him. to
2: find Sadiq Charles over. Here. Yeah, that left side suspect is
1: going to be. I think Wes was it Pierce Pierce Barker.
0: So. No, no. Pierce Bacher is the uh, one of the centers. It's um, Wes Schweitzer and Wes Martin, I
1: believe. Wes Martin. that's Martin. That's right. Yep. That whole left side is suspect, though.
0: That's that's horrible because that's also the quarterback's blind side. So yep. I, it's sure one it thing is. you always hear about a, a a wide swing and outside linebacker or a defensive end, but the last thing you need is a fucking defensive tackle weighing three hundred thirty pounds come up the middle as well, and crunch them with a two hundred sixty five pound offensive you know or defensive end at the same time so definitely gotta shore this up uh for sure. And then the uh the second one gents was a uh, tackled David Steinmetz man of a mountain like a mountain of a man rather so he's six eight three hundred twenty one pounds like big ass dude.
2: Damn oh,
0: yeah uh his mama had a
2: lot of staples <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's an undrafted free agent from Purdue. Uh, you, know, last you know you're a year. big
2: motherfucker when you make a make a motherfucker question your mama's vagina, man. That's a huge <laughs> fucking head, just uh, just coming out like Ace Ventura out of I don't August, think she.
0: Listeners, I don't think Dev understands that most men aren't born six eight, three hundred twenty one pounds. So he
2: probably had a decent <laughs> chance
0: coming out the birth canal. But we
2: yeah, we'll at least take it. thirty pounds. Or <laughs> like gave birth to a Volkswagen Jetta.
0: Yeah. Shit. But big dude, uh, he broke his ankle last year. Uh, so he was he was signed by Miami in twenty eighteen. Didn't really play. Uh, he was on the Houston Texans practice squad uh, later last year, and then he broke his ankle for the Texans uh, last year. Spent the season on IR. They released him a week ago. How many um, starts he got? Uh I didn't see any starts. Like literally, I had originally wrote in my notes that he's a Navy SEAL. Um because I couldn't All find right. anything on him. Like literally he needs to start. He
2: need, he's my first he's my guy I want to see play then. You want me over right there. He's he hey, he might
0: he might, yeah. So they liked his length pause and they liked his strength. So <laughs> that's that's when he when he played for the team, you know, or the tryouts earlier today, that's what they liked about him. So uh, it's we spoke about earlier in the pod that left tackle is obviously a, a question mark for us. I'm not sure if this dude's going to step in off the streets and be our guy, but hell, it'd be pretty awesome if the dude could just show up in gel and be that guy. So I guess uh, it remains to be seen. Any comments on that? No, I mean, no. we're just, hey, we're, it's, we're, we're testing people out. It sucks that there's no, We we keep saying this. It sucks that there is no, Sort of preseason games. We don't all you got do is keep Trent
2: Williams. All you got to do is keep Trent Williams, man. Never they should play. have. But
0: here, I don't know if – did he did he respond to – I think I read that he wasn't even willing to answer Ron Rivera's phone call. Me, Man, the
2: job. that dude said he was going to show up and play, man. No, I, but, thought,
1: he, I thought he wasn't even given an opportunity with the new regime. I thought that's what I, I – I could be wrong. I could be wrong. All
2: I'm saying, dude, my, my Uncle Chris, man, rest in peace, man. He taught me the most valuable lesson I ever learned in my life. He said he's the worst guy ever but he taught me the best lessons. He said, never pass up some for show pussy for some I don't know pussy. And that's what we did, man. We passed up some for show pussy for some I don't know pussy. Every time you think, man, I got this chick at the house, but I got this harder one. I just go across town, on meet her. She never shows up. Then you lost out on both. That's what we wow. did, man. We had some for show pussy in the house, man, and we went outside for some new pussy, and we ended up with no pussy. That's what's happening right now, no pussy.
0: So I'm looking at Ron Reverse. So I, I found that. that out. I found. Email, email listeners are going to love that one. <laughs> I found a CBS Sports article uh, from like March 1st of this year when Ron first took the job or a couple, couple weeks after. But uh, Ron's quote was Hey, the meeting with Trent went well, very friendly. He expressed to me he wants to, to, to use this year as a prove yourself year to prove that he could be part of this program. Uh, so I said, Yes, sir. And uh, then we traded him. What's up? Yeah.
2: And then we traded him for nothing. For oh, a fuck up dude with a cow, who's competing with Jerron Christian, man.
0: Uh, this is I'm I'm sorry, I misquoted. It was those were Trent Williams' words, so it was that went Ron Rivera's, but Trent Williams was saying, "Hey, the meeting went well, um, but he wanted Ron Rivera from from Trent Williams, the Marinus, it, it says, he wanted so Ron wanted Trent to use this year as a prove itself year. That's that's what it was. Trent wanted a contract extension. And Rivera coming as a new head coach didn't know if Williams was gonna still be was he would he revert to his I'm a leader type ways, or would he revert to the cancerous locker room dude who said a fucking helmet hurt and didn't want to play after clearing like your physical or something silly like that? So
2: Man, he wasn't he wasn't really a distraction, he didn't say anything to anyone. He didn't make it, any comments that whole year. They came looking for comments for that dude. For the fan she base it was late. Should play. have Should have just kept him on the team, man. I'm with you, man. But
0: here's the thing. So here's the thing, though, for Ron. So if Ron kept him on and then he was still disgruntled and said, like, I'm not going to play unless I have a contract extension and he fucking holds out, then you have a new head coach trying to bring some sort of structure back to an organization.
2: Well, no. Then all we have now is Jerron Christensen still playing left tackle. we would be in the same situation we are now. (laughs) It wouldn't be any different, man. It wouldn't have been any different. Instead, it could be worse. The only thing that could have happened is it could have went worse, which is what it did.
0: Yeah. man, That makes
2: sense. I know if Ellie was here, he'd be kicking my ass right now with the facts about why we should have got rid of Trent, man. But fuck the facts, man. Trent was better than this dude. Trent's better than any other tackle in the league. Now he's going to prove it. Now he's going to prove it, man. He's going to be all pro this year, which I told you. All pro. He's never been all pro. As good as that motherfucker's been in Washington, and he should have been all pro a couple of times. He's going to be all pro this year. I can promise you that if he's not injured, he's all pro off the rip. He only have to play like an all pro, but they're going to call him an all pro. Why? Because
1: he's not Yo, Washington you know anymore. Dino, Trent ran a four exactly. eight.
2: Right. That is
1: insane.
2: He's a, a tight end, man. Playing fucking tackle. That's like cool. you can't stop that dude, man. They called him a fucking gorilla dog. And he liked it. Yeah. You call bad. me a gorilla. I'm going to say it's racist. Number one, but number two, <laughs> but number two, man, for real, Trent Williams is the man we should have kept him. Man, he's the best player on our team, and we let him go for a third round pick or well, second best player, Tress Way. Number one, but <laughs> Trip yeah, he, Williams just, he broke my heart,
1: player. man. He I broke think my heart, dude. We can thank uh Bruce Allen for that one, yeah. Like, man, it, wasn't, no,
2: it wasn't Bruce, man, it was fucking, uh, the new guys got rid of him. No, but I mean we could have traded um, him last year for a first round pick. Right. Now you just gave away some for show for some I don't know. What yeah, you did, no. man? Yeah.
0: No. Stupid. That sucks. so gents, uh, hate to close out the pod on such a uh, a somber topic, but uh, last night we were all hit with the news uh, that the Washington Football Team's head coach Ron Rivera was diagnosed with uh, squamous cell carcinoma, yep. which is the second most common form of skin cancer. I think, thankfully for us, thankfully for him, um, don't want to be selfish and say us, but thankfully for him and his family. Apparently, he caught it very early, and they say that most of the uh, those uh, squamous cell carcinomas are, are curable and highly treatable. So we we all hope and pray this is the case with Ron. Um, they so, said he
2: they said he had sat on it for two weeks because he was stubborn and didn't to go to the doctor, and, and I think someone made him go. Thank
0: God, man! Thank God. Yeah. It's just 2020 has been such. A year. One for the ages, man. And, like, when I heard the news last night I I tweeted, like, man, I want to cry myself to sleep. And just <laughs> selfishly, like, you think about yourself, like, come on, God, like, what am I doing? Like, and I get... Ron Rivera's not getting cancer because Rodney is a fan of the Washington football team. Like, it just... It it happens. But you just feel so down and dejected at times. And like, come on. Like, we've been dealing with so much shit
1: Can we get this season. Can Listen. we
0: get a win? Like...
1: It's like every time something <laughs> good happens, something it was bad happens.
0: It, the week started great, man. Like
1: yeah. Alex long, Alex man.
0: came back and you're happy yes. for Alex. Yeah. You hire a team president. You're rolling it to Friday and you're like, Hey, Thursday evening, I'm about to have a nightcap with the wife, and lay down and you see ESPN talking about hey, Washington football team's head coach has been diagnosed with cancer. And you're like, What?
2: Like, you've got to be
0: kidding me, man. So that it's means like
2: going on a date with the most gorgeous woman in the world, and then, you you know, you get home, and y'all get on and love make a love-making mood, and then you pull the pants down, and you see a dick. Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was going to that.
1: It so I was going good, to go with herpes, but – The good part is that means we're bound to have something good happen next, right? Isn't that the pattern that's been going on? Good going the hype the other season, football te- – the Redskins football team name. Okay, bad. Um – News of Alex Smith coming back. Okay, great. Darius Geis, bad. Um, Alex Smith making more progress. Ron Revere, cancer, bad. Like, something good has has got to happen.
2: Maybe it's Marcus Ball. Apparently, he, he might be the diamond in the rough. I don't know. We're going to win the Super Bowl and then find out that everybody on the team was on steroids. There's going to be some dumb stuff, man, happen. There's going to be some dumb stuff happening, man. But
1: my, So, my thing is – I, don't, I mean, I don't know how Ron Rivera is going to get treated with this. Is he going to do? Is he going to do chemo? Is he going to do, you know, the traditional treatment? And if so, if he's going to be out of the loop, does does Ron Rio does Ron's powers pass down to Jack De Rio is What I was saying, Ron has a lot of power, and that's scary because my point. I don't know is,
2: if he has that power. I think he just probably just does all the other shit from home except for I, coach.
1: I agree. I hope. I hope it's just coach the team and all those other general manager duties stay with Ron. Yeah,
0: yeah. So wow. I, I've read that, Steve. I've read okay. that. So yeah, it's um they're saying so Ron is expected to to still fully coach the team, be there on Sunday, standing up strong and proud, um, mm-hmm. to make those executive decisions, you know, during the game time. They're saying like the Monday through Friday, some of the admit so the way I've read some of the reports that hey, all the administrative duties will kind of be highlighted for hey Jack, this is why I want you to this is how I want you to run the team this week. These are my, here are my notes. I'm going to go through cancer treatment, you know, Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, whatever. Return to the team. Um, but if there's any sort of addressing the team, addressing the media during the week, it seems like Jack would handle that. And then when it comes time to coach, you know, um, Ron Rivera would be the coach. And I think that's the silver lining for us. Del Rio hasn't been an outstanding head coach. He hasn't been a horrible one either, so I went and pulled his his coaching stats. Um, so he's our plan B if Ron can't be the guy on Sunday. Jack would obviously stand up and be the guy uh, to be the head coach of the team. So his regular season record ninety three and ninety four, postseason one and three, career ninety four and ninety seven. When you look at Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera is a seventy six sixty three and one regular season guy, three and four in the postseason. So a little bit more postseason um success in appearances, obviously Super Bowl appearance, and then career uh, 79, 67, and one. Um, so I think from when you look at the 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 head of an institution, the coaching head, we're in good hands. We're in good hands. I'm aside from Jack Del Rio being a little bit political on Twitter, and he's that's his prerogative. I mean, he can he can support whoever he wants to support. Um, I just hope that if he is expected to stand in for Ron, that that doesn't cause any sort of dissension. And we haven't heard anything thus far, so I don't think it would. Maybe he's already addressed the team privately and said, hey, guys, I have my convictions. You have yours. I want you to be your own men. I want you to stand up for what you believe in, even if it conflicts with what others may believe in. So, I don't think
2: he said shit since the last incident either.
0: I haven't seen or heard. Um, I do follow I him on Twitter. Checked him. Ron probably checked him. He Ron might have checked good. him. Jason Wright might have checked him. Uh, Jack, not Jack, but um
2: Julie Donaldson might have checked him. Checked him. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they, someone they someone may you. have.
0: Someone may have. Like here's you the thing. They have a man. divided like, locker room. That's I have true. I have the Redskins Addicts Pod Twitter handle. And 99 percent of the time I don't get political on that. Like I have my own personal Twitter handle. And if I wanted to talk about that, I would. I can't anymore. Um from my job, kind of been read the riot act. Which is fine, understand that, and it's what we should do anyway. Remain apolitical, but um, Jack doesn't necessarily have the same principles or expectations that you know other people may have at their job. But you know, it's if he takes over, I think he'll do well. I'm hopeful that he'll do well. Um, but the ultimate hope that I have is that Ron Rivera remains, you know, the head coach. He 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 fights this. Um, we support him uh, as best we can through thoughts and prayers, and uh, he pulls through. Uh, with a successful transition to be uh, cancer free. And then
1: yeah, we need you, Ron, get healthy for you and your family and, and,
2: and coach this team to victory. We need something. We need you. Yeah. Right. It's almost, I felt like, hate to say it, like when Lombardi was here, like he got everything going right. Right when he got everything going right, cancer.
0: Yeah. I just, I hope it's not the same outcome you know, obvious uh,
2: reasons. Sounds yeah. like it's not, so.
0: I don't think it's a serious, I don't know what uh, cancer Lombardi had, but it seems like uh, Ron's is a, is a whole lot. More. It's If you're going to get a cancer, this is the ones that you will want. Um, I, I guess that's sort of horrible, but yeah. if it makes it, sense it, to say, you know, that hey, if you're going to get cancer, this is the type of cancer you wouldn't want because it's it's highly treatable. So, gents, uh, looks like we're wrapping up uh, pod 14
1: brad any johnson pod
0: shots to brad johnson pod as it was <laughs> actually named by steve uh yeah any uh parting shots comments concerns that you'd like to give out to the fans
1: we can give a shout out to ellie, ellie? Yeah, yeah shout out shout out to ellie with the uh the bootleg with, shout like, out to yeah. t-pain <laughs> t-pain
0: the, the, the auto-tune internet like ellie we love you dog Gotta. uh Get that fixed, bro.
1: Like, Shout out to Phil and his uh sister getting married tonight, so he couldn't be with us. Shout out to you. I too. think
2: Phil can dance. You know, he the... got
0: I was gonna say three left feet, but he'll, he'll probably hit us up in the inbox with some break some, something horrible that I won't repeat on the pod. So yeah, we'll just say he has two left feet. I don't think he could dance.
2: Man, I bet Phil he can, can go out there and do like floss, he can do all them little dances from Fortnite. He can do all the little I'll be doing some of them, but <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah stay tuned hopefully we can start streaming this into the
1: into the facebook uh redskins addicts facebook group and pull some of you in and maybe have some Q and A, some question kick it kick it with the group and uh yeah it should be fun
0: yeah man so I, I'll, I'll give a parting shout out to uh homeboy hit me up on uh on twitter man name's Thelonious seven uh dude runs a uh dogs by nature for cleveland browns fans it's a, a podcast through sb nation uh, but he has a, a series called the opposition's position he invited me on i uh, i spoke on his pod earlier thought it was pretty cool never really been invited to a pod before so i, I i've represented us well um kind of sent me some uh some messages he wanted to answer then the, the, the power of internet and editing it seemed like i was in the studio or on a live call with him so uh Pretty cool. I tweeted out earlier, uh, put it on the Facebook page. But uh, yeah, check check him out, check us out, and I'd like to invite him on our pod um, for our pre prior to our week three matchup with the uh, the Cleveland Browns. And then mm-hmm. another another shout out to uh, Andy Burrows, uh, the host of uh, the DC Tweet Team. Uh, so Twitter tag DC Tweet Team 1932. Uh, he did invite me on this upcoming Sunday uh, to be a member of the show. It's going to be like a a battle royale, I guess, uh between myself, uh, the Burgundy zone, the D C Tweet team. And uh looking forward to that. Kinda cool. Uh like I said, never really been part of things like that. But uh yeah. Andy Burrows has been a uh, long long member of Redskins Addicts. He branched off, uh started doing his own thing with the D C Tweet team. Uh but nothing but love and respect for Andy. Yep, yeah, And can. uh
2: and Fuck oh, Preston Marshall <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And Aaron Colvin can't catch. (laughs) Take care, y'all. Be safe. Peace. Hail. 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 To the Washington football team.